Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. Barclay and National Avenue, that is our destination today on Urban Spelunking. Are we going to drink Wisconsin, Blake? We aren't. We're, we're, oh, okay. we're, we're nearby. Yeah, next we're time. nearby. Yeah, next time. Is this considered the Walker's Point neighborhood, Barclay um, National, or is this like the Harbor District? I think it technically might be Harbor District because it's east of uh, First Street. Okay. But come on, it's Walker. So, we all know it's Walker's So that's Point, the neighborhood. Right? Okay. You can call it whatever you want, but it's Walker's Point. Well, if you've been by Drink Wisconsinably or perhaps towards the new Boone and Crockett uh, yes. or Cruise. Which I might have gone to after. Right. <laughs> You've been by you've been by this building, but you probably didn't even know it. This and is one of those buildings that's truly hidden. I mean, you wouldn't really know it was there. You might not even think it's a building, right? Right. I mean, it it's basically a door and some windows built into the support system of an elevated train track. Right. Okay. So this is actually um, it used to be a passenger rail station where people yeah. would get on the train right underneath the bridge on Barclay and National Avenue. And it was called the Alice. The Alice. A-L-L-I-S. Because the Alice, Louis Alice Company used to be, I mean, I'm sorry, the Edward Alice Company used to be down there. So this uh, was a passenger rail station for only like 10 years, right? Yeah, there had been an old station there that was wooden and was replaced in 1916 with this because they built the bridge and stuff to elevate the tracks. And then they built, they sort of tucked this uh, waiting room into the, the foundation of it. Um, and it was a station for about 10 years, and then it closed and sat empty for about 10 years, and then it got a new life, which is the life it has today. And it's been this same thing for more than 80 years. Since 1936. So it's been used for this one purpose for now more than 80 years. It's not ironic. It's it's like... It's, it's completely appropriate, It's right? perfect. Yeah. yeah. So what's in there now? Uh, since 1936, the uh, a Milwaukee Model Railroad Club has been in there. So there's trains inside it now, That's instead so of being trains on top of it, yes. there's like trains inside. So you and go- it was owned this, and this club was founded by future mayor uh, Frank Zeidler. Really? Yes, and uh, like Kalmbach, the guy that started Kalmbach. Okay. Like, and, uh, and these other sort of important in the world of model railroading, important people in that world. Well, that may be surprising to some that that model railroad is is big enough in Milwaukee where it it is a club that has its own space. You know, in a building uh, I, I under bl- a train. I hate to blow their minds, but there's probably multiple clubs. Right, it, yeah. it's still a big thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, if you're into it, you're into it. Is it is that how it goes? I think so. I mean, the guys. I, there were not a ton of when I went to one of their meeting, one of their open sort of. You can go there on uh, one Sunday of the month. They open the door and they just run trains on their huge layout that they built in there. And you know, there's maybe maybe a dozen guys in there, but they were all super into it. So it's a model train club in a former train station that from the outside doesn't even really look like much of anything. You might think it's just vacant. I know. And I was talking to the guys about it. I was like, isn't it exciting to have you guys have a model railroad club and it's in a former train station. How cool is that? They're like, uh-huh. <laughs> I, I sort of I thought that was bizarre. but Maybe it, that maybe the shine is kind of worn off after 80 some years. Yeah, right. It's, right. it's just yeah. where it's where it happens. Yes. So this was, um, you know, you wrote a lot about the history and a lot of those kind of train station details still exist, like the subway tile, beautiful tin roof. You can really tell that this was an active place where people came and went day after day. Yeah, I had no idea. I'd been trying to get in there for a really long time and um, I did, the timing just never worked when I'd go. But I 
walked through the door and I didn't know what to expect, but you walk in and all this like subway tile is still on the wall. There's a ticket window that still looks like a ticket window with like the metal bars and all that right there. And then right next to that is the baggage room and there's still a window where you'd, you know, pass your baggage through. And and then there's still the steps up to the station up above. It's amazing how much it really, except for the fact that there's a giant model train <laughs> layout in there now, it really just looks probably a whole lot like it looked the day it closed in the, you know, in the 20s. Yeah. Well, much more about this building, the model trains that exist inside, and when you can visit yourself next on Urban Spelunking. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. So this building was, um, you know, it replaced this wooden building that was there previously. Yeah. In fact, there was a really kind of grisly accident that happened when it was, when the when the train was on the street. Yeah, I think there had been a bunch, which is probably a good reason why they were elevating it up above because it, there had been when i was searching through the newspapers there were just <laughs> accident after accident some some more fatal than others but yeah it just seemed like there were a lot of accidents it's really hard to imagine that part of milwaukee with a train running right on the street level you know it's been that way for so long well yeah and it, i mean where it's on a bridge yeah but trains used to run at street level all the time in milwaukee and if you look at old newspapers people were dying in train act, like getting hit by trains, pedestrians really? were getting hit by trains all the time. And is this the same the same rail line like uh, like that that goes right over First Street too, or is that a different? No, line? that's a different one. This one used to go um, out. You could take it to Chicago. It was it's that one that runs along. It it does run along there. Um, oh, you know, actually, it does go. I'm sorry, it does go over. Yeah, because then it goes south to Chicago. But then it used to also have a portion that would go west. And, you know, the Hank Aaron Trail where it passes through the soldier's home, which is now like a running path. And yeah. then it like crosses over 60th Street and all that. Um, it used to run along there to go to Madison. Okay. Uh, what else do we want to cover here? Well, and I, I think it closed because, you know, that uh, at the turn of the century, the Alice Company moved, uh, opened, did not move, opened another huge factory in what became West Alice, of course. Right. Um, and over time, they shifted their operations there. So I think there just became a whole lot less use for a stop on First and Barclay. I mean, National and Barclay. Yeah. So at the time, this was, a like, like we mentioned, a wooden building that was replaced by the state-of-the-art concrete building at the time. That was like the leading technology, right? And the safest and oh, right. uh, like no fire risk. Yeah, right. It was right, completely fireproof. Right. Um, and they, you know, they spent all this money to build it and obviously they had all these craftsmen in there and they built it on a pretty, um, pretty short timetable, right? Like they October. They were chugging right yeah. along, so to speak. Yeah. It was, I looked at the permits from when they were, from when it was being built and they were just like the, the steel guys were in this day, the concrete guys were in this day, the tile guys, this day, you know, they really were, were just moving right along. It's just for me, funny to think that it, it really only operated as a train station for about a decade. Yeah. And for much, much longer in its life, I'm sure, you know, no way for them to know that at the time. Totally probably surprising if, if we could bring people who built the building, you know, to the present and say, hey, it's been a model train home for for 80 some years. Right. With the railroad think it had been worth the investment. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, it's a good Maybe. question. And this building is open to the public once in a while. Yeah. You have to you look online and you can find when their schedule is. It's, okay. It's, a, it's pretty much open just this once a month uh, when they run the trains. 
uh, but it will be open for doors open. There you go. Well, that is the uh, former train station on National and Barclay, now home of a model train club where it's been for 80-some years. Right, really, we should probably stop calling it an old station because right. it was only that for 10 years, right? It was, it's been this much longer. Well, you can go inside and see great pictures from this really interesting slice of Milwaukee's history right here on this page at RadioMilwaukee.org. Podcasts on 88.9 are produced by Tyrone Miller. Handcrafted Sonic Inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from On Milwaukee and your membership. You can subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org slash podcasts on iTunes or anywhere you listen to podcasts. On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo. Thank you. Thank you, Nate. Thank you, Nate.